Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing the thought for the day. Guys, it's really good to be with you again. Um, I really enjoy doing these podcasts and I really enjoy sharing with you guys and it's, it's always a pleasure to hear back from you as well to, to know that the things that we're sharing are making a difference and I'm really excited about the incredible global community that we're all building and that we're all a part of and yeah just wanted to share with you how much I appreciate everyone who's listening and and I'm enjoying seeing how the connections that are being made and the relationships that have been built are leading to things outside of just teachings and the teachings are a very important and critical part of you know the picture that we're building together but they're not the be-all and end-all of everything. The, the thing that really excites me is the connections that are made, the alliances that are formed, the projects that are launched. Um, yeah, the deeper, the deeper relationships that we can build as a result of us doing these teachings and as a result of us getting this message out into the world. So yeah, just wanted to say to you, thank you for those of you who have reached out and, and shared your appreciation and, and oftentimes that's led to other things and, and us being able to facilitate connections between people. So that's what really excites me. But today I want to talk about a very important subject and it's a subject that we covered this week with the Thunder Academy students. So there's 15 odd students from all parts of the world who are here with us in Hastings at the moment. And again, just encouraged to see the lifelong friendships and and partnerships and connections that we've been able to facilitate through that. But the subject I want to talk about is dealing with the high places. And there's, there's a pattern in scripture that I noted where it talks about the life of various kings. And it says, and such and such a king... Um, existed but he was righteous in the sight of the Lord but he did not deal with the high places and then the next king came along and he was unrighteous and he did not deal with the high places and then the next king came along and he was righteous but he did not deal with the high places and then another king came along and if you follow it all the way and then it will say and he was righteous in the sight of the Lord and he did deal with the high places um so What's interesting to me is that when somebody's life is, is summarized and I'd even say judged by two factors, one, were they righteous, and two, did they deal with the high places, then you know that of 60, 70, 80 years of someone being on the planet and the, the thing that was written about them was basically one of two things, then you know that those two factors are the critical factors. Like, did they pass their mission? You know what I mean? And so in, in looking at this concept, we, we discussed the fact that despite the fact that some of these kings were righteous, it didn't automatically mean that they dealt with the high places that existed within their territory. It wasn't an automatic process. It didn't just happen. Their righteousness didn't automatically deal with the high places. 
What does it mean to actually deal with the high places? Right, and so what happened is that the, these kings would enter into a period of reigning by establishing their throne, taking their throne, ruling from their throne. But within their territory, in the high places, there was pre-existing idols, altars, you know, in the high places where people sacrificed and worship, there was pre-existing um, agreements that were made within their territory. And so when something exists within a high place, it acts as a, as a channel, as a portal, as a legal landing place for demonic activity. Why? Because in our authority, because of the authority that we have as a species, if we take that authority and through that authority designate a place that is dedicated to and submissive of a particular spirit and we, we put something there that resembles our submission to that, then that acts as a gateway and as a portal and as a, as a legal landing place within that jurisdiction for that particular type of entity to have free reign and, and to exist and to display its nature within the land and within the territory. And, and, and what we discussed was that many times when, when, when you look at like a king taking over, or even us in our family lines, there are things that it's, well, that's just how we are. That's just how we operate. It's just business as usual. It's how things function by default. And we don't really want to rock the boat or we don't really want to turn over any stones. We don't understand that even though we didn't set those things in place, we are still held to account as to whether we deal with those things or not. Just like in the scripture, it was obviously expected of the king to take stock of what was going on in their land and particularly what existed within the high places and then to deal with those things that sat in the high places. And when we look at the intergenerational um, repercussions that take place and the, 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 the responsibility that sits within the mandate of a king to rectify issues that were put put there by previous rulers and by previous generations it's so important so like you look at the story of when there was um, drought in Israel and David goes to seek the Lord and says what's going on and it was basically Yahweh says to him there were some things that Saul did that he shouldn't have done. And even though he's not around, the repercussions and effects of his decisions and his actions as the ruler of Israel in his day are still having an ongoing effect in your day. And so David, being, being a wise ruler, both takes the initiative to go and discover what is the cause of the situation that's going on within my territory and my jurisdiction. What has caused this? And discovers 
that it was the actions of the previous generations that set in motion, that set something into effect, which if he didn't take responsibility for it, would continue. And I want you to think about that because that's, that's very, very powerful. And sometimes we don't do what David did, which is to take the initiative to go and do a bit of investigation. What is causing this? Why is this happening? And we think that sometimes it's just because life's not fair or this didn't work out and that didn't work out. And the thing that I said to, to the students at Thunder Academy is how, how do you identify whether something sits within a high place of your life? Well, it's through patterns. It's through repetition. It's through things happening over and over again where you begin to realize, okay, well, this isn't just a coincidence. You know, like when, when certain things in your life continue to go wrong and you're, you're going through it over and over and over, you begin to realize there's something that's actually sitting behind this pattern. There's something that's causing this, that if I don't do a bit of investigation like David did to find out what has caused this, and what is empowering this from a spiritual perspective, then it's going to continue to happen. And what, what I said to the guys is, we don't want to be those who stand before Yahweh and he says, well, here before me is, is a king or is a person that is righteous, but they did not deal with the high places. What a shame that would be to think that there are people who serve Yahweh, who have loyal hearts, who have pure hearts who uh, really uh, could be a general in the kingdom. You know, like these guys, they were kings and they were righteous and they walked in the ways of Yahweh, yet they did not deal with the high places. And so we don't want to stand before Yahweh and have him make that type of assessment about us. We didn't deal with the high places. Why? Because it takes an incredible amount of initiative and responsibility and courage to go after those things, to say, where, where are the areas of my life that are misaligned? Where have agreements been made? Where have decisions been made that have allowed the erection of a structure within the high places of my life that empower other things to have access within my territory? And sometimes we can put in so much effort on a physical, material level to try and get our lives to work. Yet, if something's set up in the high place, it will always cast a shadow upon our lives. And it will always cause things to work against us in certain ways. And what's interesting is when you look at the life of Cain... Um, there's a very interesting thing that Yahweh says to him. It says, he says, the earth will no longer yield its strength to you. So he was marked. He made some unwise decisions. He, and we can go into that in more depth another time. But basically, as a result of his conduct, as a result of his decisions, as a result of his behavior, there was a mark placed upon his life and when, when Yahweh says the earth will no longer yield its strength to you, what he's saying is that the material world is intelligent and it, and it responds differently to different people depending on what sits within them. And now 
it's, it's going to be able to observe who you are, what you've done, how you've positioned yourself and the mark within you. And as a result of that, it's now not going to work with you. It's going to work against you. And so how many of us through life, we just find continual resistance and you stub your toe, you break your car, you get fired from your job, you lose your keys. You, you know, like I've, I've watched certain people where you look at their life and you just notice that in general, things are continually working against them. And, and I'm not saying if you lose your keys or you stub your toe that you've got, you know, things working against you necessarily. But what I am saying is observe the patterns of your life. And, and Yahweh says that he resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. And so the resistance that we find ourselves facing if we're operating in a place of pride is a resistance that comes from people around us. It comes from circumstances around us. It comes through the material world around us. And so um, if we have grace, then we have an enabling power and it feels like we have the wind from behind. And I've learned that when, when things, when I'm finding myself continually struggling or there's things that seem to be working against me or people who seem to be working against me and I'm feeling this resistance, the first place to check is, Yahweh, is there some pride that's within me or is there some things in the high places that, that I need to deal with? Because if I deal with those things uh, and when I do deal with those things, I find that all of a sudden there's a shift in the way that the world around me responds to me because what exists within us will influence how the things around us react to us and how the people around us react to us and respond to us. And... Yeah, so what, what I'm saying is we must take stock. We must have a look at what exists within the high places of our lives. We must take responsibility. We must open our hearts to become aware of. We must take initiative. We must do a bit of detective work. We must be willing. And when we're willing to look, Yahweh will show us. But if we're stubborn, we're proud, we're blaming everything and everyone around us, we have a victim mentality like what Cain did, um, we, we, we get angry with the way that things around us are responding to us. It means that we're not doing the internal work that we need to do to bring our lives and our high places and our, our mindsets and our attitudes and our beliefs and our, our inward life into alignment with the nature of our Father. Because if we do that, then everything around us will begin to respond differently to us. Shalom, guys. I hope that's helpful for you. There's a lot more to be said on that subject, and I've compressed the two-hour-long discussion into 15 minutes, but perhaps we can talk about it some more next time. Have a good day wherever you are, and we'll speak soon. Cheers.